0: Hey guys, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Andrew Pahez, your host, and you guys are listening to the Pahez Podcast, also known as Hashtag Vibe with Pahez. I want to welcome all the newcomers and the people who are returning, guys. This podcast is made especially for you, people who want genuine experiences, genuine people, and a genuine me. Um, It's just to share your stories and to combine them. Everyone has a story, and you guys should be comfortable sharing them. Unfortunately, we don't have any co-hosts today, but today I kind of wanted to talk about Authenticity. Um, I went to a conference, actually, previously this weekend, um, and it was an amazing conference, amazing, like 18,000 people, um, and they were talking about their testimonies on the product and some companies, and what really touched me was the authenticity part. A lot of people had a common theme to their speech, and it was authenticity, meaning to own it when it comes to your journey. Uh, I know a lot of us as college students and young adults, we live off other people's stories, other people's Uh, dreams of us, visions of us, and I think it resonated with me a lot because I've been doing that for the past two, three, my whole life basically, and I don't know if any of you guys can relate, Um, but obviously we have those time moments where we say, oh, our dreams are this, our goals are this, and our visions are this, and somewhere along the line, we meet our friends, we meet our family, whoever it is, significant other, they tell us that it can't be true, that it can't be done because of X, Y, Z. Um, Because they've experienced and it didn't work. Um, And I feel like that's common among everyone, 99% of people. Something that I wanted to bring out um, and talk about, like I said, authenticity. I can't even say the word. Authenticity. Authenticity, authenticity. (laughs) Authenticity is that it's okay to be yourself. And it's okay to have your own journey. Whether it's going through college and switching colleges. Whether it's not going to college. Whether it's going to college. Whatever it is. It's better to be authentic than fake. When I mean fake, it means telling people that things that haven't even happened in your life are happening. And that you have career goals and dreams aligned with theirs even though you don't even feel like it's right in your heart that it is. Whether it's to fit in, um, to belong usually majority of the time, or just to like start a conversation, you shouldn't have to do that. If you're having to do that, then you're probably in the wrong crowd. You're telling me like, you know what, Andrew, you're right. But I can't find the right crowd. I can't find the right people. And that's actually what I've been, well, not what I've been going through, but what I've been through for the past year is finding the right set of friends, finding the right set of group or people to hang around. If you guys want to become filmmakers, and this, I actually spoke to my friend just recently, and he is an amazing, inspirational person. Shout out to him. You know who he is um we just had lunch and we were just talking about authenticity and if you want to be someone like for example a salesperson or you want to be the next filmmaker or you want to be the next photographer hang around photographers hang around filmmakers hang around business people hang around sales people hang around the people who have the same dreams that you do right although you may get along with the people you have now your visions may not align and that can have some conflict within the long term the long run Right? Because best friends, friends, acquaintances, they, they like to share visions. They like to be the same. They like to do the same. Right, So if you want your dream, your goal to come true, first be authentic with yourself. Telling yourself, hey, I want this dream for myself and I want this goal for myself. So what do I need to get there? Do I hang with this set of people, this set of people? Am I hanging with the wrong set of people? Right, And all it, it takes is for you to say no and to move forward. Right? not say comfortable but to move forward another thing about authenticity is that if you're not authentic with yourself then you alienate people who can actually help you in your life. Um, I've done this multiple times I'm actually... I was actually in a business organization, and shout out to uh, PBL, PBL's amazing club on DVC campus, and I was a president for a good year, <laughs> not the president anymore, but I still looked up to it, and a lot of the times I was telling people that, you know, I'm a businessman with business blah, 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 but truly, deep down inside, I don't know if I wanted to do business or if I was just testing out the waters, I just kind of wanted to fit in, and, you know, telling people going to Berkeley, a lot of people's dreams in PBL was to go to Berkeley, it, and is to go to Berkeley at Haas, which is a great school, great business school, but it just wasn't mine, right? And so the whole entire time I'm telling these people, yeah, you know, I want to go to Berkeley. I want to go to Haas, even though I don't want to. And it didn't happen until maybe like the middle of the year where I just started saying, you know, what, like, Andrew, you got to stop telling people you want to go to Haas, even though you don't want to. I don't know if that. Did I say? Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start telling people I don't want to go to Haas. And some people will have their opinions. Some people will, and they're entitled to their opinions, but you, their opinions are not in your business. <laughs> not in your, why do I say it like that? None of your business, right? Because everyone's opinion is a reflection of their own life and what they want. So why is it any of your business? You know, at the end of the day, you want to find those genuine people who want to help you out for the right cause, for the right vision. And so first, it's first being authentic with yourself, saying you, you know what you truly want. And you're putting it out there in the world rather than faking it till you make it. Uh, one of the speakers that I heard, her name is Rachel Hollis. If you guys have never heard of her, search her up on Google, amazing inspirational speaker, especially for women. Uh, she hates the phrase, fake it till you make it. And I started thinking about that. And I tell everyone, I used to tell everyone, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, blah, 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 blah. But really, that's the last thing you should be doing is faking it till you make it. It's more like you should be courageous to try things that are uncomfortable for you. Because that is when you grow. But never fake it till you make it, because if you fake it, like I said, you alienate genuine people, genuine opportunities that can actually help you out with your dream. And so think about that for a second. Think about all the times where you've had to fake it, you've had to lie about something, you've had to do it to please someone, right? rather than telling them up front who you are, what you want, what you're all about, because then... You don't have to deal with fake people in the future. You don't have to deal with something a relationship hindering you or dragging you on into something you never even wanted to be, and you're just wasting time. Guys, we're young. We are young, and we are youthful, young youthful. We are energized. And the last thing, if any of you guys are listening, is like you guys have dreams and goals and ambitions, and you guys can either choose to play it safe, choose to risk it, whatever it is, but in order to get to your goal, in order to get your dream, in order to get to that vision that you envision yourself in, you really have to be authentic. You really have to drive it home, own your story, confide in your story, and be you. Because if everyone's doing the same thing, they're being safe. You're just like everyone else. If you can tell people you're unique, you're basically doing what everyone else is doing is do what everyone else is doing in the world. So be that one percent do the things that 99% of people won't do right if you need to study all night long do it right if you need to go out and talk to people to sell something do it if you want to make a podcast like this one like i am <laughs> do it because right? you never know and you never you never know until you try all right, So, guys, I just wanted to leave you off with that. I know it's like an eight-minute podcast, and I think I'm going to make it a little bit longer. But if you guys like this podcast, guys, let me know on my Instagram at alohapahez. Or if you guys want to follow for more updates on this podcast, at Vibe with vibewithpahez. Guys, it's never too late to join my podcast. If you want to be a part of this podcast, if you want to share your story on my platform, please feel free to. This is a platform for everyone and anyone to share their story and to inspire many, inspire a lot of college students. I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for really the support throughout, I mean, I've been doing this for what, eight months. It's been a month gap since I've really posted a, another podcast, um, but it's back to that ground and back to reality and just sharing these contacts with you, sharing what is known um, for all college students and for all just young young adults. So, guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Stay positive. Keep your head up. Keep doing what you're made to do. And follow your heart. Follow your gut. Follow your soul. Yes, keep it safe every little once in a while, but take risks. Life is meant to take risks and to do what you love to do. All right, guys. Have a good day. I'll see you all later. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to the podcast. This is Vibe with Pahez, or the Pahez Podcast, as you guys would like to know. Today we have a special guest, but before we get into it, I just want to thank you guys all for tuning in today. Those of you who are brand new, welcome. This podcast is made especially for you. Genuine experiences, genuine people, and a genuine me, guys. All for college students, young adults, looking for their place in the world and looking for different perspectives of life. So today, we have a gentleman with his name being Ryan, and I'll let him introduce himself in a second. Um, but he comes from Las Positas College and a former president of Phi Beta Lambda. We'll talk about that too. Um, but go ahead, Ryan. Tell us a little bit about you, your major, where you're at in life. Anything you want to tell the audience to introduce yourself?
1: Man, you know how to make somebody feel special. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, ah, dude. See, this is this is what I suck at during interviews when they go, "Tell us about yourself."
2: Hey. Okay. Okay.
1: I'm like, okay, fine. Um. Well. Like Andrew said, mm-hmm. my name is ryan i'm twenty one college student just coming out of Los Pasillos College, mm-hmm. hoping to transfer to cal State east Bay nice, for marketing um I've had the pleasure of being of meeting Andrew through five Beta lambda ah, uh, uh, one of one of the <laughs> one of the first times I always talk, every time we talk, I always okay, talk about nice, this bro. it was uh it was this one it was a state conference you know a lot of schools go to this one place, compete against each other. Mm-hmm. It was the day of the award ceremony mm-hmm. and it started at eight. I wake up at 9 because that's just the guy who I was, type of guy who I was. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to show up there whenever I want to. Um, and so I'm driving out, and I see this other guy in a suit and a phone. And it's the classic, like, stress businessman <laughs> yeah. just looking around. I and I'm like, what are the odds he's, he's late to the conference, too, or late to the award show, too? And yeah. I pull up. It's none other than Andrew, and I was like, bro, you need a ride. It's like, yes, everybody left me, and like, everybody left me too. Let's go, and that's uh, that was the start of our journey. Nice, nice. And, it's
0: and been a, I, what a year, right? Like a full year now.
1: Yeah, just just about, about actually, you. and you know, during that car ride, you know, we were talking, mm-hmm. found out we had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Um, And in that car, we both said, next time we talk, we're both going to be presidents. Dude,
0: that always, Um, every time you say that, it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like
1: speaking into existence, you know. Mm -hmm. And and next time we talk, sure enough, we're both presidents. And, you know, I really appreciate this guy. Mm -hmm. We've both been on this wave of sharing ideas, building off of each other. And a lot of stuff that I've done this year, I couldn't have done. Without this guy right here, oh, so it's a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's throwing it right back at you, <laughs> throwing it right back at you, Can't man. Joke. No, yeah, no,
0: yeah. that story that you were telling me. And I i always think back, I would have never made it to the ceremony without you because I <laughs> literally like my whole DVC, like DVC, uh, we had what, like 40 something, 45 people. We took a, I think they took a bus there or Uber, yeah, like, I yeah. What. but like. I didn't get a notification that morning. I didn't get anything. And, like, I guess it was, yeah, it was my fault that I woke up late. I think I was <laughs> staying up late that night, too, afterwards. Just celebrating, you know? Yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, and then I wake up, I'm like, Shit. So I, like, put on my clothes and everything. And, like, literally, I'm a, a, on the... Brink of being like super stressed, punching a wall and everything. And by God, like Ryan shows up in his car, like you're like like I remember you too. you were kind of like hella chill. You just come out of <laughs> the and, and you're like looking at me like yeah, this, like I I thought to myself like Dude, this guy might think of, like I'm like crazy because you're just like hella chill walking going in and out of your car and like yeah, what's up? You know like it's like hey, you know I need to ride to the ceremony. Like can you give me a ride? Sure. Yeah. Why not? And so. Journey started there we definitely we definitely spoke into existence that we become presidents one mm-hmm. day, which we did, and you know now we're done with our term for a whole year
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank thankfully it's, <laughs> it's it's been a year man
0: dude okay, to be honest though, like being president of Las Poitas like that was in itself like not just a hardship, I mean obviously like that's a lot of blessings too, but like it was definitely harder than me being president of d v c because one. We already had a foundation set up and everything, but from you, you led it from the ground up. I remember you guys kind of went to was it the spring conference that was your first or fall? It was fall. Fall. It was fall, fall yeah, with, it was fall cause with our group. Yeah, yeah. So it's fall, and you had like four. And I keep telling you this, but you had four or five. Yeah,
2: oh, that wow. was
1: the two years ago, man. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. It was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the who was the president again? Uh. Some guy with a turban.
1: Ka- Carmen. Dolly Wall oh, okay. I might probably butcher that name <laughs> uh, Well if
0: he's hearing this We apologize I hope not I hope not Because if we
1: talk any further It's mm. it's not
0: That's not, it's not uh, but. but yeah dude I remember from you guys Starting at four people To going to like I don't know Ten and then like What twenty And then what What did you guys like End up with at the At the conference uh, The last conference Were going to
1: uh, Twenty Twenty, 20. It was a good solid twenty mm. Like everybody competed And stuff Yeah I Everybody had that. their head straight
0: I remember that. And so I give you so much respect, so much props. No, that's what I admire about you as, as a president. And then you keep t- you telling me every time you meet, i like, yeah, you know, like Ryan always tells me, yeah, it was my officers. <laughs> it was like, you know, it wasn't really me. It was more of my officers. But like, you know, you being at like the top of the hierarchy and like leading things the way you did and like you want to become president first to creating an organization at Las Positas that is now hopefully will last, you know, more, many Hopefully. more years. Not gonna yeah, yeah to lie. <laughs> dude. I like I highly admire you for all the hard, hard that, work. Man. Because even oh, what was that award you got from state? You got like the member of the year, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, you got member that of the year.
0: Uh, exactly for always going, the right? huh? always going to conferences. a huge blessing, right? Always going to the conferences. Always going on, attending the phone calls.
1: Well, well, I mean, I thought it, w- it was going to bite me in the ass. Why? Because, no, I mean, the reasons why I got it. Um, mm. Because literally every week almost, uh, Dylan, I have much respect to Dylan Johnson, yeah. um, who, who goes to DBC, was your external the yes. like like state, state, yeah. state too Hxtard, Malmuth, state. But damn yeah. oh, I swear to God Every week uh-huh. Hit him up Dylan I'm having trouble with this Dylan <laughs> help me out with this there's, Keep in mind There's other five Five other state officers But for some reason I just picked <laughs> Dylan Dylan Dylan, Dylan. Dylan. Mm-hmm. But I mean Just the rest of you guys Like every Every time I needed help I just I knew Yeah Cause I I, I find that there's There's two type of leaders And There's the leaders who who think they have they know everything and the mm. leaders who know that they don't mm. okay and for me i realized that one i didn't know shit so okay. i couldn't be the first option so i had to be <laughs> i had to be the guy that didn't know anything okay. and i had to take okay. that in stride mm. um yeah. because you know it, it, it takes a village mm-hmm. and my mindset was i don't care if i get all all, all the fame, the glory. I don't mm-hmm. care if I get all. You know, everybody praises me. What I want is to create a better community mm-hmm. for people like me on campus. And mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that I was focused on that goal, other than my personal gain, yeah. was what in turn gave me so much personal gain. Interesting. You know what I mean? That's
0: really interesting. So like, instead of like chasing the fame, instead of chasing like selfish reasoning, mm-hmm. you instead chased like something that would benefit the whole community. Yeah. and therefore fame kind of chase after you it's in, in a sense, in it's, sense it's, it's
1: the it's the philosophy of like giving yeah. just give, give, give and then you don't even think about it because you're so focused on giving mm-hmm. and people feel compelled to mm-hmm. just give, give back
0: no, I respect that I respect that
1: and I mean but like I said that wasn't even where my head is at it's just I owed so much to being a part of PBL mm-hmm. kind of changed my mentality and then I just wanted to give the same thing to other people and luckily, luckily, I was blessed with the right people at the right time who helped make it happen. Because I'm just the guy, you know, I'm just the guy with the vision. I'm the guy with the talking. But I needed, you know, it's always the second, the third, the fourth supporters that make everything happen. Because without them, you're just you. a crazy guy out in the street just talking. <laughs>
0: I agree with you 100% on that, for sure. I mean, I have the same, like, concept. Other than me not, I was the guy who, who wanted to be the guy who knew everything looking back at it now uh i and I, i'm completely honest like i was a guy who wanted to seem like he knew everything
2: mm.
0: I, which is why i hardly asked for help
1: because you think that's what's what makes people respect you exactly
0: right but in, in in term like if you continue that facade right and by all means like i did not know shit. you know i didn't mm-hmm. know like how to make forms i don't mm-hmm. know blah, blah blah and thank you Thank you to those, like my my VP my external, <laughs> internal, like VP fine like all those people. They knew how to do that even before I did. Mm. And you know, of course, I get them thanks when things were due. But like, I never really told them, like, yo, I didn't, I don't know how to do this. You know, you need to do this for me, blah blah. I just like, hey, you know, I'd make an excuse, like, oh, you know, I am too busy to do this, blah, blah blah. Can you do this? You know what I mean? And like, I had this. Now that you said that, and I am like exposing myself, it's like I had the facade of like wanting to. Be someone that i wasn't or something like that i thought that people would respect but in the long term i, I think it just hindered my growth mm. you know which i why i ask you like if you could i guess look into your officer's mind or like think at how your officers would think like what would they rate you as president of
1: depends which officer <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah okay. But yeah okay. well okay. um yeah it really does um mm-hmm. I think, you know, on a, I think as a president, yeah, I did what I needed to do, mm. which was right. provide the vision, provide the motivation and inspire others to do the work for okay. me. <laughs> That's <laughs> why, I, you know, yeah, yeah. cause honestly, God, I, I feel like I didn't really do that much. Um, mm. You know, I didn't, I didn't have the technical skills. I didn't have the experience. Um, and I, like, like you said, I did <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing i mean that's why i hit you up all the time um even for stuff like i I need to see your constitution i don't know (laughs) i don't even know the basis of what it is to run a club yeah Yeah. um but on yeah it was the whole thing like in my head it wasn't always that way at first in my head i thought i had to fake it till i made it Mm. and Mm. i thought that's how i was gonna get respect and it got to the point where i really needed help and i thought okay this is it this is over Mm -hmm no nobody's gonna think of me highly they're all gonna know kind of like the joke i am uh, mm-hmm. and that i don't have anything to offer to the table Damn, deep. and but it, it in turn it was the complete opposite yeah it was that people respected the fact that i knew nothing mm-hmm. but worked so hard mm-hmm. to make something happen mm-hmm. and that i was willing to not earn any of the recognition and to be vulnerable
2: yeah
1: i think that's one of the biggest things about uh, being leaders being honest and being vulnerable and you know like accepting that. the fact like that. that you have your shortcomings but then also be, you can't just leave it at that and be like I suck <laughs> you know it's <laughs> yeah. I suck but I am willing to get better mm. and you know acknowledging that in the beginning lets other you know let, I had to do that yeah. because I, at some point in the fall semester I was trying to keep it together and all my officers were like why isn't this done why isn't this done why don't we have this mm-hmm. you know other clubs are doing this mm-hmm. um why aren't we prepared for this? And I was like, I was so stressed. I broke it down. I was like, guys, I have no idea what I'm doing. I laid down the exact thing. It was Like, nothing in our club has been passed down. And this is all coming from my head on the mm-hmm. spot. I'm sorry that I'm not more organized. I'm trying. I'm talking to state. I'm talking to national. I'm trying to figure this out. Bear with me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a journey. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm learning every step of the way. And after that conversation I had with them, it, it, I earned their respect. And I I think. It was a that just clicked. It was like, oh, this guy isn't trying to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. He's struggling, and he's struggling for us.
0: Ah, uh, I get it. Okay. Um, okay. So and you-
1: so, you know, other officers, different mindset. But I think a lot of them kind of hopefully I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully saw that. And um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: What are your uh, relationships now with your officers? Do you talk to them on a daily basis? <laughs>
1: <laughs> for those yeah I, for for those of you listening on the podcast i am drinking this wine, I'm drinking wine. it's it's actually 19 from wenty uh, um it's called a port wine it's a dessert wine it's a see, red infused uh, with brandy if you use this code uh <laughs> he's us if you use this code this uh pahes wenty you'll get 10 so. <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. um but, yes, I do like to drink. It, it loosens me up, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. <laughs> wait, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> I think I had too much. Yeah, no. Right, um, officers. Officers. officers oh, yeah, I, yeah. I love them. Yeah. I mean, How's your think...
0: relationship? Your relationship, you still talk to them? You still speak to them?
1: I try. I think I try to talk to them more than they want to talk <laughs> to me. Okay. Uh, so you're just
0: texting them. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. But hey. I have a
1: deep admiration for most of them. <laughs> uh, for the people who did put in the work. Because, you know, every now and then... Yeah. Um, because the situation I was in Is a brand new club mm-hmm. And that's why I always envied you Is that you had the foundation mm-hmm. And I we went back and forth Like, yeah, you, like know, you envied me I Because I was starting something new idea. And I wanted yours yeah. Grass is always greener on the other side True, true. Um, But yeah I, We started out with five people mm-hmm. Me and another guy Were the only veterans Three mm-hmm. people The other three people i never met in my life Okay And I knew that In order to make my vision My dream work I had to be friends With the people I worked with mm. Um, so I made a priority to get to know them, um, to really get to know them, and yeah. find out what motivates them,
2: yeah.
1: what makes them happy. You know, figure out who they were, and then how do I incorporate that into?
2: That's
1: crazy. And then also, it's just because my club was so yeah. small. Yeah. Basically, everybody in my club was an officer, <laughs> and so I couldn't really come down on people. That's that's the weakness I have too. Is that yeah. being able to be to flip the switch and be kind of strict. But I also felt that because it's a new club, because we don't have foundation, I can't say, hey, you're supposed to do this because someone will say, oh, but nobody else has done it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I didn't know this going in. And I can't blame them because there wasn't anything before. True. You know, some officers, you know. So how did, did you,
0: like, implement your strictness or how did you implement the rule for people who were like, hey, you know.
1: I wasn't strict. Um okay. It bit me in the ass a couple times Really? Can you ask it's like
0: how like
1: so? There has to be you, There has If you want to be efficient If you want to hold people accountable mm-hmm. There has to be that little barrier Wow uh, But I was uncomfortable with that For mm-hmm. personal reasons And also just believing that I couldn't okay. Because I felt like I would scare people away And then there goes my club uh, That's interesting and so well, what I tried to do was just be nice, be love. Really yeah. love my members. And personally, I love them, so it wasn't that hard. Um, yeah. But really motivate them and give them as many chances and just show that I'm willing to work with them. And then, you know, because a lot of officers weren't doing their job, and instead of me saying, you know, do your shit or you're fucking out, it's, uh, it's more like, what can I do to help you succeed? Mm-hmm. What can yeah. I help you to do your job? What can I? How can I help you to... Do what you got to do whether it's in the club or with life or with school
0: wow so you went deep like personal with it.
1: i mean i put it in the constitution it is one of the most things i highlight the most is yeah. under the roles of the president yeah is before anything else mm-hmm. um, put the health happiness and success of every member put it before everything else and i think that's dude that's deep that's i really think good that's, that's what cool. a real president should do yeah um and I think at the part of it, that's how you really earn respect. Uh-huh. That doesn't come from authority,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, because it's a volunteer job. You know, you don't yeah. have then you're not paying anybody. There's no real reason for them to listen to you, mm-hmm. um, especially in my position, because you know I wasn't having hookups in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I didn't have you know any set. I couldn't really give anything to them mm-hmm. except me.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I. Wanted to leverage that as much as I can. Wow. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, for the most part, it worked out. Yeah. Um. And I saw people really. There are people who really were dedicated, worked hard, and outshone everybody. And then, but my officers, my members who I appreciated the most were people who came in, didn't think of it as anything, didn't think of themselves as anything. Mm-hmm. we're really struggling in school or struggling in just their social life we're kind of lost you know in community college it's, it's really easy to get lost mm-hmm. um, because you know it's a community school you go to school you go home you go to school you go home yeah. but what I've seen the beauty of this club is that you take these people you give them an environment a community where they can call home and all of a sudden it just l- flips a switch in their head hmm. you know I had a kid who was you know a, a good friend of mine worked with him was about to drop out fall semester. Wow, okay. And we were having serious talks, and I'm like, man, just come to this conference. We'll sponsor you the whole way. Come to this conference. I want you to check it out. I want you to see what's out there. And then and then after that, talk to me and see mm-hmm. if you still want to drop out again.
0: And you sponsored it.
1: We, sp- we sponsored everybody. <laughs> but, you know, that's the way I sell it. Yeah, yeah. And he came to the conference, and, you know, that's why I truly love conferences, that it just changed his whole mindset. hmm he's like Ryan oh my god I'm so thankful I'm not even trying to you know brag but you know yeah. he's just so thankful that he you know well, got to go to conference he got to build these bonds mm-hmm. and next semester he's taking three classes and succeeding wow taking it up in Dude. officer position shows up to every ICC meeting well
2: wow, I'm like that <laughs> right. yeah and that's
1: and good. I like that and oh, I have this this girl mm-hmm. uh I, I'm I don't know. If she's like this listen girl, to this. this girl, or like no, no, no. no, Okay, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no okay. not not any. It's it's a I. I that's a disrespectful <laughs> thing for me. Okay, you know, yeah. I wanted to keep that Roger, separate, Roger. But she's yeah. a very lovely girl, okay. um, and she was my director of fun. I created decorated uh, fun. Wow. And okay. but she came in as an art major, mm-hmm. knew nothing about business. Wow. I met her at an ICC meeting, mm-hmm. and I just you know I knew she was kind of quiet when I. I used to be kind of quiet too. And I know when people have something special to offer, but they're just a little hesitant to show it. Mm -hmm. So I talked to her, tried to invite her to a meeting, it looked like she was looking for a community group to talk to. Mm -hmm. And over the course of these months, she just developed into a leader, took up the role of director of fun, found ways to really bond us together, create social events where we get to know each other, have fun, and at conference, um, compete in public speaking. Never public, you know spoke in her life Dang. and She uh, at one point before right an hour or two before she's she I asked her if she wants to go practice if We go practice She starts breaking down crying. Aww. And what's going on? Tell me about it. She's she's just so scared. She's never done anything in before yeah. and asked her Why did you want to do this in the first place? You know if you had never done something about it before did you want to win first second place it's like no I didn't care about winning I just knew this was gonna make me better.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: And that just, oh, man, Dang. like that's deep. And
0: so, like, she, she was, she's never done anything like that before, and she wants to go out there, show some courage, but she wants to do something that she's never done before. Because, because of get, that, because of the
1: group, and you know, that's what I wanted above all anything else. Mm-hmm. Focus on the community, because. You know people come to something because they're interested in the benefits yeah. they're interested in the events, but they stay because of the community mm. that's true and so if I can't build that, if I can't create an environment where people love and respecting each other, then i don't have anything
0: wow no that's, that's that's really deep that you said all that because like now, looking back onto me and you know my turn, I'm just like, what did I do with those things that you're talking about and you know, to be honest, and <laughs> whoever listens to this, you know, it's just all honesty and all authenticity, authentic. I can't even say the word. Authentica. We'll cut it out. We'll cut it out. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. authentic Authenticity. There you go. Authenticity. i surprised surprised. Like, okay, my first fall semester. Yeah, I was. I, I came into the term wanting community, wanting like you know like. Fair for everybody and loving everybody, like I just wanted to look out for every single individual in the club, no matter who it was. So my my main goal was to get like super close with VPs, like that was my main goal. Like prioritize prioritize that <laughs> over anything. Um, what I came to find out though, for myself, was that when I did that, the club itself starts not like do well, mm. and I don't know what that was, and I keep thinking like over and over again. So then. I was like, maybe that should have never been a priority. Rather, instead of prioritize that, prioritize the club and, you know, the content in the club. And through that, we would get closer, right? Through the hardships, through the competitions and everything. Um, But for me, like, I think I lost that touch of community, like, in the middle of the semester. Like, the transition from Mm. fall to spring is, like, at DVC, it's so big, like the VPs are its own community mm-hmm. and, then the, and then you have like the members are its own mm-hmm. community and I don't know if like people who are listening to that feel that too or I don't know but like for me I felt that and I felt that going in because someone I was at um, <clears throat> Milk Tea Lab Milk Tea Lab um, and I was speaking to the committee heads hmm. the committee heads at uh, Spring and they were talking about how there was a, like a lack of community a lack of uh, you know like w- for the people basically you know it's more just driven towards results more driven towards like competition and everything we want to be the best and for me that was just like the hardest thing because like at the same time I also wanted respect I knew I had nothing to give them like I wasn't like you know like I wasn't I wasn't like my friends who can give them like Berkeley or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something to go off their status all I can give them is like my leadership and motivation and inspire them to do more to be more but I felt like in that I was insecure because I couldn't give anything you know, and that—that's where I was. I didn't want to be vulnerable in, which is what you're making me think of. Is like, you like, yeah, you're right. A leadership, like, a leader in general should be able to be vulnerable and ask for help, and be and be wanting to grow with the people, with them as well. You're not on top of them; you're growing with them, hmm. right? But they trust you to do that. They—they they trust you. That's why you're in the position in the first place so you got me th- thinking hella deep <laughs> about as me. it happens every time it does I, uh, I
1: honestly I want to talk to this guy you know I want to ask him for a beer and talk about girls but then yeah. here we are they <laughs> were always <laughs> talking about leadership <laughs> like, <this> leader.
0: <laughs> we always get back to it and huh. so like you know with leadership and, and being president who's who's now the president
1: Neral Desai he was uh, coming in it's going to be a second year at Las okay. Uh came in came from DECA and stuff okay um, but really proud of this guy and I'm really excited what he's going to bring to the table because he has experience and also he has the culture and the foundation which I, you know, helped create. Nice. So he has okay. all the stuff that I didn't have, oh. and the, but he has the same mindset I have.
2: Wow.
0: So you found someone with the same mindset, but just different traits that you didn't have that would complement the club?
1: See, you know, that's the thing. People say I find people. I got lucky. They, they just showed up.
0: Okay. I got I a deeper question for you. Do you think timing is everything? Like, timing like in the sense of like to make things happen in the world to make things work in the world like timing in itself plays mm-hmm. a big role in success and in, in
1: i th- i system. think i think you can do as much as you can mm-hmm. for you to speed up your own process mm-hmm. and put you in the right position in the right time but you can't do that for other people.
2: Mm-hmm. What do you,
1: you explain? Like on? it's uh you know the anal- uh, the analogy um you can bring a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink.
0: Hmm. I I've never heard it, but it does make sense.
1: <laughs> and so you can give all these opportunities, you can motivate them as much, but it's it, uh, you know ultimately it's up to the person whether or not they want to take advantage of those opportunities, whether mm-hmm. or not they want to be better, mm. whether or not you know they want to start being responsible for things, or you know even just in life whether or not somebody wants to choose to be happy.
2: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So
1: you can't. You can set things up in motion, make things more organized, and make it easier. Mm-hmm. But somebody has to make that decision for themselves. Otherwise, it's not—it's not, it's not going to be impactful.
2: Interesting.
0: So, building off of that, you, us being both like former presidents, right, leading someone to like a specific path that you would want them to go on, but them not taking it, do you have the right to be mad? The right to be angry at that? Or like have emotional attachments? No. You shouldn't.
1: No, and yeah, I was talking to this guy about this. Mm-hmm. Um, really lucky I met him. His name is Moni Knop mm-hmm. He's a big real estate guy in Livermore. Nice. Um, re- heavily involved in the community. Ha- like co-founder of this nonprofit alliance mm-hmm. in the Tri yeah, Valley. The guy you were talking
0: about. Yeah, yourself. yeah. Okay.
1: I uh, I just came from a, a board meeting at his place. Lovely, lovely place mm-hmm. out in Livermore. Mm-hmm. Um, was, okay, I'm going to go off on a tangent. No, go ahead, please. Um, excuse me. But uh, it was such a great experience because of the fact that I was extremely nervous. And it was one of the first times in a while where I was kind of the, the amateur at the table. And I didn't really know what to say. And then I was just surrounded by like, these leaders and innovators. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> oh <this> is. <laughs> I'm, I'm so out of my league. But I think it's very important to be, put ourselves in positions mm. where we're out of our league. Okay. maybe we'll come back to that in a bit yeah but yeah, um definitely. but really great guy and uh, he came and spoke at one of my events yeah. um, or one of our last events and he talked about networking and the importance of following mm-hmm. up and okay. this
0: is at Las Pazitas you for a PBL it
1: was um it was for Las Pazitas PBL okay. but it was at the switch which is a local incubator in Livermore um, who the executive director is an LPC alumni so it just oh, wow. worked out extremely worked out. supportive okay. um, and we had it was a whole thing Mm -hmm. we had like a panel Mm -hmm. to um, you know from Liverpool Chamber of Commerce the dean business um, Moni you know all all these great groups all the credit Um, he was talking about networking and what he talked about uh, the importance of following up and I was like huh why not who not better to practice (laughs) following up than with this guy he seems like a really great guy to know so I followed up with him um, and he came and sat you know had coffee with me Um, and I asked him because I was really, that was one of the things I had trouble with, mm. was that people were not rising to the standard, which I hoped they would. Mm.
0: Yes. Um, yes, exactly.
1: Or that, you know, no matter how much motivation, <laughs> no matter how much <laughs> empowerment I can, you know, yeah. you can do it. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> Give they candy. wouldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't. Okay, I get that. And he told me, later, very, very flat on the table, uh-huh. you're wasting too much energy trying to change people, mm-hmm. you should use that energy in finding the right people.
0: Damn. <laughs> wow. Can you say that one more time? Say it slowly. <laughs> just make sure like you're, everyone is listening You're wasting to that, too I, I much
1: energy uh-huh. trying to change people when you should be spending that energy finding the right people.
2: Mm.
0: Did you expand on that a little bit more?
1: Like- it's about like in the hiring process, Yeah, you know, and the importance of finding really talented people, mm-hmm. really... People have the same mindset as you, so you don't have to worry about that part. Mm. And now you can manage, now you can motivate people who are going to do it anyways. They just yeah. need the extra support mm. instead of taking someone who maybe doesn't see it yet. Mm. And it's, it's so hard to make them see something that they don't see for themselves. Mm. That is very true. Um, and, yeah, it's, mm. uh, that just blew my mind. And... Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the hard truth. And and also, too, is that you need to set the expectation from the beginning. Mm. Like, you can't say, all right, guys, we're going to have a fun year. It's, I'm so excited to work with you, blah, blah, blah. And then switch midway. Then two months in, you're like, I need to do this report. and need to do this, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And you're like, whoa, I didn't sign up for this, bro. Yeah. You know? That's true. And that, that's on you. Yeah. And so that's the things you have to deal with as a leader. But mm-hmm. it's hard, man.
0: Sorry, drinking water But I have a question for you now And it's not a, I mean, yeah, leadership, whatever But um, Your friends Your best friends I don't know if you've ever had A best friend or a friend I do I like do, a great lead, guy great.
1: Ale- Ale- Alexis Savallo, He'll probably be tuning in nice. on this
0: Nice, nice, So Well, I don't know if this will be tuned in But have you ever had somebody In your life That you were super close with That you've been friends with For so long Maybe like since kindergarten Or someone yeah. Maybe you still thought to And do you guys just Like you, you want to change that person Like you want to see them change But they just never change In the way you expect them to Right so do you do you apply what you just told me to find someone you know better and new to to you know help your own growth or do you stick with that one person and let that one person still stay in your life cuz we remember talking about like it's who you hang
1: around you you are amazing at asking questions <laughs> huh? what is this, 40th 40th <laughs> 50th episode it shows it shows <laughs> um I, I was just thinking about this the other day funny thing you asked yeah. okay and you know, in the essence of friends, I think the best friends mm-hmm. will realize who you are and appreciate you for who you are mm-hmm. and don't expect you to be anything different. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so that's how I treat my relationships, is that I will appreciate you for who you were either at that time or who you are now. Mm-hmm. But And it's okay if you're not on this journey with me. Mm-hmm. You'll still be my friend. Um, and, there's, you know, I have a lot of close friends who I don't really talk to anymore. It yeah. doesn't mean things went sour. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you know, I don't like them. It's just we're going on separate paths. But I do appreciate them because at some point in time, we were in the same path together. And we had a great experience and we had a great time. Mm-hmm. And that's where friendship comes out from. But, you know, as we're going our own separate ways, we have to keep surrounding ourselves with, a, with five to ten people who are just that one step above. Mm-hmm. And surrounding ourselves with people who have the same mindset so that we can be more just like them. And maybe then we outgrow them. Then we get into another circle.
0: Mm, And that's like the evolution of life.
1: But then I still have those friends who I I talk to every now and then. We're not, no no way we're going to see, you know, going in the same place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Different
0: paths, different. But I have a great
1: time with them. Of course. And that's because Mm -hmm. I'm not asking them to be, hey, want to, you know, be a state officer with me? (laughs) Hey, want to go to this, you know, government event? You know, like some. You want to go to this meeting with me? Yeah. No, it's just hey, you want to hang out, grab a beer, mm-hmm. you know, smoke a little butt or something. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, just a- appreciate them for who they are. Okay. And I find it so weird, like people who want another person to be something else. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you just find somebody who, you know, and yeah. why don't you just spend time, find, you know, find somebody who is like that? Yeah. Not, you can't have somebody be your, your everything. I mean, you, you can. That's what you know the whole relationship <laughs> thing is. But yeah, you can't expect that out that. of something. And um, I know you want to ask me something, but let me just go oh, on this no, little road go, on thing. Can go, can go, can go. Uh, it's something uh, that I've, I've discussed with um, you know, a lot of my friends. Mm. And, you know, there's a lot of people at school I've talked to. It's so weird. After I took up this leadership position, I found myself being a mentor to other people nice. even though i didn't think i had the <laughs> qualifications <laughs> to people just started coming up to me talking to me asking for advice well, i can see it
0: with all of my yeah
1: they're asking it's like ryan i'm having such a tough time and it's like it had to deal with like depression and mm. you're trying to be there for other people and well, there's this one person who is really having a hard time because their friends right. were suicidal oh, and really right. asking that person for help yeah Trying to see, like, oh, my God, you're my best friend. Why can't, you know, can you help me with this issue that I'm having?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was just making life so difficult for that person. And there has to be a point where you realize that a person can't be everything for you. You know, uh, I use this analogy when it comes to, like, mental health. Because I've had my own mental health issues that I needed to take care of. Okay. But it got bad before because I was expecting my friends to fix them for me. Because wow. I had such a close bond, yeah. I think if they can't help me, who can? Wow. But the idea if if you break your bone, mm-hmm. if you break a bone, who do you go to get it fixed? Your friend or your doctor?
2: Your doctor. Right. Your doctor. Yeah.
1: So if you have a an issue that you're working out mentally,
2: uh-huh.
1: you're having trouble with whether you know it's it's just a situation or it's something more serious like depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna fix it for you? Your friend? or professional.
2: Professional definitely. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so there's people uh, people are going to play a specific role in your life. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean they're going to play all the role in your life. Wow. And it's okay if they just play one role. You wow. can still appreciate yeah. them for that.
0: Yeah, you know I, I'm glad that you brought that up because like when I listen to like other podcasts, and I listen to other like people speak. Yeah, it's like surround yourself with like you know people that will make you better, right? Surround yourself that will make. And to be honest, when I when I used to think of that, (laughs) go go on, yeah, go on. (laughs) But I I used to think of that. I used to think of okay, one person is gonna bring me up in many in like in all the ways that you can think of, right? Career, personal success, like whatever it is, like personal happiness. And you're definitely right about that. Like I have friends who that I would just want to hang out with, play a little Fortnite on the background. I have friends who i like to talk to, deep talk mm-hmm. and just like expand knowledge on, on a different basis. I have friends who would just like, I would just be okay with the company just being right there. Yeah. You know, cause it's just comforting knowing that they're there, but you're totally right about different roles and you're being okay with one person playing with one role rather than one person, finding one person play a multiple, like a variety of roles that will help you succeed in the future. You know what I'm saying? And that goes back to to that quote that, that you're what a mentor? Mentor now? I'm getting there. I,
1: I, I really don't understand how mentors <laughs> and mentees work. That's something I'm really like nervous about. It's like, do you just go up and say, Hey, do you want to be my mentor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think it's getting there. Yeah, okay. It's getting there. Yeah. yeah, but
0: yeah, going back to that quote where he says like, you know, don't waste your energy changing people. Wait, you know, use your energy, utilize your energy on finding the right people. Right? Find the right people for these roles. If they're not if if a friend is not in the right role in your life, like, do you think you could like switch them over to say, hey, you know, like, <laughs> mm. this, you know, maybe we could start doing this a little bit more. But like now, you got me thinking, you know, and now you got me think like, huh, like, where are my friends at in my life? Like, what roles do they play in my life? And if I still want them in my life, right? Can they be something different for me? Like, would they, would their skill skill set? Sorry, I don't know any other word. Lack of words. Skill set be beneficial for my life mm-hmm. in this role. If you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? So that I mean that being a leader and a best friend, that's pretty deep. Now I got another question for you. Is it right? Would it be right? Okay, say say your friend. I'm gonna give you like a little hmm. uh, scenario. Say your friend is going down. Oh, it's
1: like the, I'm taking a multiple, you know, a a multiple- <laughs> a, a, not a multiple choice, <laughs> like a, t- a test, like a <laughs> psychology <laughs> test.
0: Jeez. Hey, I'm a psychology professor. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Um, so say your friend is going down like a road, and and like this friend of yours, like you know this road to them. You your values, your, your mindset says, hey, like this friend of yours is not gonna be happy going down this road. Okay, and it's like red light. Say for example, we'll talk about love. Right? Your friend oh, is about to go into a relationship that's toxic as hell. This mm-hmm. girl is like toxic as heck, in your opinion. And you would not want him to go through with it, would you sabotage it? Or would you let him roll through with it and, you know, like experience what he has to experience? But you guys are on best friend terms.
1: I would, I would not sabotage it until it gets to a really like shit scenario where it's like uh, I don't want to say life or death, but Mm -hmm. where it's really gonna be really really bad. I won't step in because if I were to, and just just, I feel bad about like controlling another person's life. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You know. Yeah. yeah. Then also they wouldn't be able to learn something from it. And they probably get pissed at me because they they're still hanging on to the chance that oh it might have worked out if you didn't do any if you didn't do anything yeah but then they need they need to play it up you know if they don't see it because I'm telling them mm-hmm. they need to go through it themselves mm. and at that point that's on them I can't be you know I can't be responsible for other people no. uh, that's that's something that's made me so much happier
0: really how so like- so
1: much stress free. <laughs> is that I can I can yeah so man man because and that's the beauty honestly if you guys don't you're troubling with things even if you're in a good spot talk to a therapist find somebody Mm -hmm. because even if you're not really like dealing with something it's Mm -hmm. just they help you change your perspective Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and one of my things was that I was struggling and stressing out so much because I thought I I was feeling guilty for other people Mm -hmm. like why couldn't I do this why couldn't I do this in time why, why couldn't I help them? And it was just stretching me out so thin, and I was feeling so depressed about it.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: But then the therapist threw it back. It was like, why do you feel so guilty? It's not your life. It's theirs. Why do you need to feel responsible for them? Dude, I,
0: man, who is it there? Who is it At the I, school. I
1: bro. I, I tried to go through Kaiser. Not, not to knock on Kaiser. They have excellent medication stuff, but the <laughs> Yeah. I wouldn't That's- suggest going to corporate for a therapist or anything but the school provides eight yeah. free sessions um, if you use this code LPC <laughs> LPCS- <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. no but they That's give cool. eight free sessions and I yeah, met this guy yeah. Peter these oh, just changed the way I think mm-hmm. and you know honestly you can love and care for someone as much as you can mm-hmm. um, but you gotta cut it off at that you gotta realize they're going their own life whatever they do the whatever they do it's on them it's not on me i did my best
2: wow.
1: and it's not fair for me to kind of shape and mold their life yeah i can give as much advice i can do be there every step of the way i can provide support but you know if you fuck up it's it's on you mm-hmm. yeah. you know i'm not going to hold your hand it, no it, yeah we, I it, that. we it's, shouldn't it's, be holding each other's hands
0: we shouldn't exactly i mean you know maybe in church but no <laughs> <laughs> but um no so like changing someone's life and having the influence Um, I'm going to kind of swerve through the topics a little bit but like I remember talking about this with you is I have a lot of well for me my emotions and my like you know how I react is off of other people's emotions right it's because I give them the power to have power in my life to you know, control my emotions.
1: Oops, I, I'm already thinking. Go yeah, on, yeah, go, yeah, on yeah.
0: go on, go Control who I am and control what I do. And I've been really trying to fix that. Right. I've been really trying to just say, hey, you know, Andrew, like, whatever they say, whatever they do, whatever, however they act or react to this, it's not gonna have a personal effect on me. Don't take it personally, kind of thing. You know. But and that's something that I've been working on. <laughs> I'm still not the perfectionist at it. But for you, like, I want to know, does do things do do people what people do does it affect you? Does it have, like, a big influence on how you play out your life?
1: It used to. Mm. used to. I used to be extremely self-conscious. And I would... I felt like I couldn't bring the energy that I needed, so I would play off other people's energy. Mm. And... I was really reliant on other people to dictate the way that my life was. Right. Okay. Whether it's what direction I was going, how I was feeling, you know? But, again, talking to a therapist... Um, And also, I'll lay it out. I I think I've told you before, but um, I'm bipolar. Mm. And I didn't realize that for the longest time. And It just took so many times of realizing, like, just feeling like shit for no reason. It was Mm -hmm. like, uh, maybe, you know, instead of me going to my friends, it was me going to the professor and being like, hey, I think something's up. Yeah. Um, Regardless of the fact, um, you know, I I let people control me too much. Mm -hmm. And again, it was making me invisible. But... The, the fact that you brought that up is something that I'm trying to learn so hard right now. It's the you know, it's sto- stoicism. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked yeah, to you about it did, before.
0: Yeah, awesome. But did you want to explain it? To what it yeah,
1: does? yeah. So stoicism is kind of, I, I don't want to read it off a dictionary. It's, <laughs> no, I'm still learning. It's hard to explain. But it's the idea of removing your emotions from your reactions. And so I think the quote in my head that really personifies this or explains this is that, you aren't responsible for your first thought, mm-hmm. but you are responsible for your second thought and first action. That's so powerful. Can
0: you say that one more Sorry, this is super <laughs> valuable, but say that just one more time.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me see if I can remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> Two glasses of wine um, deep. <laughs> um, you aren't responsible for your first thought, mm-hmm. but you are responsible for your second thought and your first action.
2: Steve, that's it.
1: And so you know, people are going to do some head-ass shit. People are going <laughs> to sure. disrespect you. And yeah. on, naturally, you're going you're gonna to be defensive. Yeah. You're going to take it back. But you need to sit down and really realize, is it worth it for me to get into this? Is it worth it for me to be mad? Does, it, does, this, even, does this person even gonna have an effect on my life? Another, another uh, quote is, um, you know, you would be so mad if you let your body out to anybody who asked on the street.
2: Wow
1: Right Yeah use, no, If somebody bad. asks like Hey can I use your body And you're like No fuck you Yeah So why do you lend your mind To anybody who asks
0: Oh it, uh, You're killing me with coats here dude this, Yeah This is a my gold mine, right Yeah It's like That's cool
1: No no, no. Go on If you're on reddit Go r slash stoicism so, so, This is not coming from me I'm just oh, I'm yeah, the messenger That's a good, But that's it's a good, that's yeah, a good. yeah It's the idea Not to give people power Over your mind Over mm-hmm. you Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's such an important lesson to learn. And I think, you know, just overall, you'll be a lot happier, a lot better person out of it. Because you then you get to the point where you realize, I don't have to be a part of this. Yeah. This doesn't have to involve me. Mm-hmm. This argument, this whatever, this energy, I don't, not everything that happens in the world I need to be a part of. And you just, you shed a little bit of responsibility and you're like, okay, I can focus on the things that really matter to yeah. me. Okay. I can focus on things that make me happy Not the things that make me angry I was just talking to my best friend about this He had rightful reason to be mad This girl was treating him like shit mm-hmm. um, No matter how many times He tried to step Because he cared about this person yeah,
2: yeah um,
1: sure. And was really trying to help them out mm-hmm. And Was trying to be there every step of the way And the person just kept letting him down Sending mixed signals Not even on a relationship level But just, just like playful. Who, who who you are You know uh, just disrespecting him. Yeah. That's the point where he's still still waiting on them. And I and and, and we're driving to his place, and he goes, if, if this if she comes at me again, I'm a I'ma get up to her. I'ma stand my ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of this shit. I realize, and I talked to him, I was like, Why do you need to be defensive? Why do you need to associate yourself with that problem? Why don't you just walk away? Why don't you just not deal with that person ever again? Mm-hmm. And said. so he was weird getting heated argument heated yeah. argument yeah. and he settled yeah. down and was like, "Fuck man, you know, I, why am I doing yeah. this? Mm-hmm. right? Because one, you probably make yourself look like a fool. Mm-hmm. you know you've let your emotions take control of you, and now you don't really have control of your decisions, mm-hmm. um, puts you in a bad light, and then two, now you're just wasting time and energy, and now you're just angry yeah. for something that you could just be like, "I don't give a shit about you anymore. I'm going to do this." I get that. And so I feel like a lot of people are getting mad, you know, for, for no reason. Not, like
0: stupid stuff that they yeah. shouldn't be getting mad at. Not stupid stuff, but like definitely things that can make your life, if you decided to move on from it,
1: a little bit better. No, there's toxic people out there. Mm-hmm. Let them be toxic. Yeah. You know? I get that. Don't give them the benefit of you of, like of letting them know they have influence over you. Yeah. So I feel like that's what toxic people feed out of, right?
0: Okay. Yeah. They want that reaction. They do want the reaction.
1: They want that 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 feeling that, oh, no matter what I do, somebody's still gonna try and save me.
2: Like, no, fuck you.
1: Go go in your little corner. Yeah. And I think in that turn it helps those type of people also realize like, maybe shit, I'm not getting what I want. Maybe I am the asshole. And and maybe maybe it changes their mind, maybe it doesn't, I don't care. No, I,
0: I'm gonna build off of that real quick, I and mean, it kind of goes on to something else. But like, having to give someone a reason—I don't know if, um, but to explain more, like a lot of people in your life will ask, "Why are you doing this?" Mm. Right? Like, for example, your friend—if he decided to ditch that girl that was so toxic in his life—he would. Most people, and I, I'm guilty of this, would have to think of a reason, a valid reason, a logical reason on why he did that to her. Does that make sense? Like, uh, most people think that way. Most people think like, oh, okay, I need about a reason on why I'm gonna do about this. But what I'm about to say is, one, you don't need to give anyone any reason. You don't have to tell your reasoning to people. They're not, you know, like they, I, I don't know, the lack of better words, but like, they don't need your reasoning. When mm. they're, they can live without it, right? Some people are just nosy, some people just wanna know like your reasoning for behind things. But one, you don't have to explain yourself to everyone is one thing it's like I get you know you got like we have like as young adults and college students we have this like ego that sometimes you want to uh, bring to other people in our lives and everything but if you want to make a decision for yourself to make yourself happy that should be the only reason that is justification on why you should do that action
2: hmm.
0: you know like it yeah. shouldn't be anything else. it shouldn't be you know because I think she would benefit off, like make some BS statement that a lot of people do it's like oh I think this would be happy there, day He's like no, this would, this is, would make me happy. This would make me happy. And I think a lot of people don't get that in their head. is like, no one deserves to tell you what makes you happy and what doesn't. They don't live your life. Mm-hmm. You live your life yourself. You know?
1: Will, uh, Will Smith said this the most. And I look up to Will Smith. He, look, Will at Smith look at his family. Look at his family. Look at his relationship with... His, what his his son with another wife and then look yeah. at his relationship he brought that into his family um with his uh, with uh jaden and willow mm-hmm. and now look at the relationship he has with his wife beautiful yeah. beautiful couple i've seen, I've seen a lot and of them. I've, I've heard them talk about you know their relationship mm-hmm. and one of the best moments for them was realizing that they could not be responsible for the other person's happiness
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so that they had to be responsible for their own but in turn that makes the relationship so much better mm. because they're not really relying on each other to fix them. They're fixing them. And then all they bring to the table is just good, positive energy.
2: Yeah,
0: that is yeah. very true. Yeah, 1 plus 1 equals 2 equation. It takes 2 people to manage a relationship. Mm. I, get, I get that. All right, so we are at, well, usually I ended at like 45. Now it's 50. But um, no, the, I must be no, this, must be special. This, this is, this is a special, special episode. But no, um, before right. we end the podcast. Today. Oh, shoot. <laughs> it's all good. No, um, uh, before I end, yeah, before we end the podcast today, um, Ryan, I know you've spit a lot of knowledge on this podcast. You've spit knowledge to a lot of these people, and if they have any questions, obviously they can hit you up. Um, but do you have an Instagram one, an Instagram that people can follow you at, or you're comfortable sharing like a social media platform?
1: Um. So yeah. It's called uh so it's G-O-T S M A S H E D. Got smashed. And if you ever need an iPhone fixed um or repaired, this is my buddy, Mm -hmm. use the use the code, text the code GOTPAHES, (laughs) G-O-T-P-A-J-E-S, and he'll give you a great deal. He'll give you ten percent off on any of your iPhone needs, screen battery uh-huh. um you know i did my research i came <laughs> prepared <laughs> i'm getting paid okay i know i know it's usually the the host that dude. does it but i'm the guest and flipping the switch <laughs> um, i'm
0: kidding
1: <laughs> No, dude you
0: can honestly honestly you can plug your friend Play. yeah
1: it, so, <laughs> got smashed if you need your phone iphone fixed yeah. he'll hook it up okay tell him you heard it from me your boy ryan okay. Um, but <laughs> yes so if you want to find me if you want to stalk me I really don't have anything to show but Ryan Uh um, you gotta spell that out I don't even know how to spell it out <laughs> uh, <laughs> R was it R-Y,
2: R-Y? Hopefully, it was R-Y. <laughs> R-Y-A-N Ryan yep.
1: E-L-A-Z mm-hmm. as in zeiger <laughs> E-G-U-I So Ryan Alasgi R-Y-A-N-E-L-A-Z-E-G-U-I Awesome And uh, that's my name for everything I don't try <laughs> Hopefully
0: to Hopefully a... Yeah I don't I mean if you have a nickname By all means like You can share that too But I do I do have a nickname What's your name? It's, name? it's, it's a whole story It's okay. Uh, okay. E-Nasty E-Nasty Yeah Okay, we'll say that, we'll say that. We'll time. say that or, next, yes, time. Next, next time, next time. You're nasty. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool, though. Yeah. All right, guys. So you heard it from Ryan, guys, former Los Pesillas president, amazing friend, amazing host, amazing everything. Because he is a very knowledgeable man, as you guys can tell. A lot of quotes. But he also has, I mean, just like every human, we all have our flaws. I have my flaws, he has his flaws. Um, but we're just living in our lives. We're trying to be the best people that we can be. Um, and so thank you, Ryan, for being on this podcast. Thank
2: you for Thank you so much for having me. Mean, I've,
1: I've been asking. No, nah, I haven't. I Actually, let me put this to me. I haven't asked him, I, but I've been really wanting to be on this yeah. for so long. I so thank it, you no. so much for giving me this opportunity. It was really fun.
0: Yeah, no. I, and it. It was, <laughs> I have chocolate to my life. <laughs> and then you, gotta, you, then you got wine. Out. I got beers in the yeah, fridge. Yeah. That's um, cool. That's cool. But um, yeah, guys. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for always the support and the love toward the podcast. Um, if you guys any, want any more updates on this podcast, it happens weekly. Um, hashtag Vibe. W Pahez on Instagram. Um that's also an Instagram page. Or if you guys don't know, my Instagram is at Aloha Pajes. A-L-O-H-A-P-A-J-E-S. So go ahead and follow me, guys. Um Thank you guys so much. You guys are wonderful. We will see you guys next time. Peace out.